Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello there. Welcome back. In this week's episode, we're going to break marketing and selling into very simple concepts, right? So that when you're building your business, you know exactly what marketing and selling is and you think of it in a very, very simple way. But first, let me tell you about my sickness. <laughs> um, so I've been sick for like months and here's here's why I wanna share it with you because I, right, like as a mindset coach, I watch my brain. And so I'm on day 13, so I had COVID back in January. And then after I had COVID, I just had this lingering cough, sore throat, right? So that stayed. And then 13 days ago, last Saturday, I just started to feel different, worse. I was like, great, right? Got something new. And so it was so interesting to watch my mind because I just kept telling myself, like, well, you know, I just have a sore throat. It'll go away. There's nothing doctors can do anyways. And so that very simple thought kept me from going to the doctors. And then yesterday, probably the day before, but now I'm pretty quick to act once I change my thought. (laughs) But yesterday I had this new thought and it was, I'm more miserable and I'm willing to go to the doctors and be told that there's nothing they can do, right? Like the, the act of hearing that felt like it would have been more relief than continuing on. <laughs> and so, because uh, I don't actually go to the doctors because I don't know, you have to schedule these appointments so far out. I don't know what the process is supposed to be. So I just go to the like urgent care. It happens to be at my doctor's office. I don't know how that makes sense. So I went and it was such a great experience. Like normally you have to wait hours. And I was like, they got me right in. And then she tested me for strep throat and she was like, yep, you have strep throat. But before she said that, she said something that was really great and I'm going to store it as a thought. And she said, you've had these symptoms for 12 days and they haven't gotten better. And she said, that's too long. And I was like, thank you. I agree. And she was like, no matter what, we're going to give you an antibiotic, even if you didn't have strep throat. And so I just thought to myself, like, what if there was a point where we're like, no, this is just too much like this. And like, they agree. And so I tell you my story in terms of like how I was thinking, but I still sound terrible. I feel terrible. In fact, I think once I heard I had strep throat, now I actually feel worse because my brain's like, like giving me more of like, you're sick. You should definitely lay down. (laughs) Whereas when I didn't, I just thought I had a cough. My brain's like, you're fine. Keep going. So I'm just always watching my mind and I'm fascinated getting to watch it about those little angles of how we talk to ourselves and how like once you have a new piece of information, how how you talk about it and think about it can change and how you experience yourself can change. And so I'm on day two of antibiotics and I'm just, I keep thinking like, this is the worst I'm ever going to feel. Like I'm just going to get better and better and that's going to be great. And you know what I thought? I was like, and you know what? I see why people batch podcasts <laughs> so that they don't do them when they're sick. So there you go. Okay. That's me. That's my sickness. That's watching my mind because that's what I do and that's what I help you do. So let's dig into talking about marketing and selling in a really simple way. And so let's start with the definition and then I'm going to give you some examples. And 
the purpose of this episode is that I don't ever want a coach to think I'm not that good at selling or I need to be better at selling or I suck at marketing or thinking of marketing as copywriting or thinking that there's some right way to do it. Because when your brain is focused in those areas, what happens is that you stop serving the person that you want to help. And when I think about what it takes to be successful building a business, at the very, very simplest, all it takes is thinking about your person and being careful with that. That is one of the things that I I help you with inside of my program, The First Five, is it's like thinking about your person, but making sure you don't think of like a a hard person. (laughs) Because sometimes... When I talk to someone, they're like, yeah, I really struggled or I was really difficult. And I was like, no, stop. The person you're selling to, the person you're thinking about, they aren't difficult. They aren't going to give you a hard time. (laughs) They aren't, right? Like your person you're selling to wants this. They want help. They believe in what you sell. They want the result. They're open to how you get it, right? Like they don't actually care what your process is. They just want help getting the result and they have reasons they haven't been able to do it. And those reasons don't make sense to them, but they make sense to you. And so the very simplest, right? How do we build a business? You focus on that person, that best version of that person, and you focus on what you sell and the impact of that. And again, this is one of the things I teach inside of the first five is it's that that result can be vague, But that result can also be very specific. And both of them are perfect. Because if you think about a vague result, you might be a general life coach. You might be a general relationship coach. Notice how, right? We just went from life coach to like, I'm a relationship coach, but I don't necessarily specialize in any one area. I just love relationships. And sometimes that relationship is with yourself. And sometimes that relationship is with a partner. Sometimes that relationship with this is a family member, right? And all of it encompasses it. And then here's why vague works. You talk about everything you want in your marketing. And when they get on a call with you to explore working together, that is when you find out what the very specific result is that they want. And then you get really clear about what that result is so that you can be really clear about what the process is to get them there so that you can communicate that and be confident you can get them there, right? That's all it takes. But what we do and what, I don't know, it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? We have hundreds of years of books on, I don't know if hundreds is right, just roll with it, right? We have lots of years of books and audio about marketing and selling, and this is great. I love it because we can be listening to it and we can be we can be realizing things that's like, oh, I want to do that. And oh, I see how, right? Like where people are specifically talking about marketing and selling, it helps you focus in on ways you want to develop yourself. But it can also become the place that you like are mean to yourself and critical of yourself and that you hyper focus in on 
And because you hyper-focus in on it, you don't do the simple thing of like thinking about your person and serving them in relation to the result you sell and just like like loving them and being passionate about helping them. Instead, right, you can get really hyper-focused on I'm marketing wrong, my copy doesn't convert, I suck at selling, consults are so hard, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, I must be missing something, right? Like you can stay in that zone instead. But the word marketing and the word selling although they are very useful, right? You wanna be careful that you don't use them against yourself. Because marketing at its simplest is just how you meet people and bring them into your space. Marketing is how you meet people and bring them into your space. And of course, right? Like when you think about how you meet people, it might be where you go, because you're gonna make decisions. You are going to decide how do I meet people? (laughs) And when you're building a business, you might not know at first, right? You might need to go through that list of like, oh, what are my options? Choose yours and then go with it. And you have to do that with the belief that one of these isn't faster than another, that, that one, like they all have your people in them and that you're just choosing the way you wanna do it. Because there are some coaches who the only way that they market their business, right? The only way that they meet new people is in person. And that's all they do. And it works. There are other coaches who use SEO, right? They're basically using Google's desire to put their content, right? The right people's content in front of the right people. And so they leverage Google's SEO. And that's how they get in front of their people. There are other people who use social media. You can pick any of them you want. And that's all they do. There are other people who use Facebook ads. And that's all they do. Or, you know, paid ad, however, you know, wherever that paid ad is. There isn't any right way. They all work. You're just choosing, how do I meet people and bring them into your space? Because then we look at the definition of selling. Because these really, they intertwine. Marketing and selling, they are happening at the same time. And you're always doing them, right? And, and my objective in saying this to you is I want you to be thinking not that this is hard and complicated, but that this is like always happening and that it's so simple, right? Marketing is just how you meet people and bringing them into your space. And selling is moving people from one space to another. And so when I'm thinking about spaces, right? When you think about people in your business, there are people who don't even know that there is something you can help them with. They want it, right? Let's just stick with the relationship coach example. They want relationship coaching. They want to change their relationship. They're very open to it. They're very open to... um, Like, they might not know coaching yet, right? They actually don't have to know that. They don't even have to know you. But they're open to the result and they're open to working with someone and you're converting them from being a person who doesn't know you at all to being someone who at least knows you. That's a conversion, right? That's selling. They didn't used to know me and now they do. Now, some of those people are going to be like, nah, that's interesting, right? Like keep in mind, you're going to meet tons of people. Some of them are going to have no desire for what you offer, and that's okay. That's, that's part of the process. But some of them are, 
And those are going to be the people that you move from one space to another. Now, notice how this is actually like an imaginary thing that's happening. It's like, it's not necessarily that they, something has to change because if you only meet people in real life, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that might mean that you went to an event, you met someone and then you went back to that same event and you met them a second time. So you're actually moving them from one space to another, which was they never knew you and what you, how you could help people. And now they do. So you don't have to think of this in complicated, like, oh my gosh, I have to have a mailing list. I have to have a, a Facebook group. I have to have this thing. You don't necessarily, right? It could just be that that second interaction is I already converted them because I met them. And now I'm like building and adding to that relationship, but it could, right? Like when you're in the online space, especially social media marketing, because there are so few ways to gauge it and so many ways that your brain can just get lost and like, I don't know if this is working. Um, you might want to set up ways that you can watch people move from one space to another. Now, being very careful not to get like, like overwhelmed in the detail of that and only letting it help you as much as it helps you, but not hurt you. And Moving people from one space to another using social media might mean that you hang out in a group where your people are. Because remember, marketing is how you meet people and bring them into your space. So you might hang out in a Facebook group, run and built by someone else, and you might be in that space and you're just commenting on things and you're adding value and you're being helpful. And you might not even be making an offer, right? Like you're just being there and you're being helpful and you're thinking things like, yeah, I could totally help with this. And oh, like, right, like that, that compassion of like, ah, they don't see this the way I do. Let me, let me explain to it how I see it, right? Like whatever. And so you might never make an offer, but inevitably that moves people from one space to another because some people are going to not, not ever even engage in that, but they're going to watch you inter interact with someone else. And then from that Facebook group, they're going to click your name and they're going to go to your personal page. And maybe on your personal page, that is where you're inviting people over to your mailing list or inviting people to book a call. Or maybe you point people all to your business page, however you choose to do it. But essentially they came there and maybe they friend request you because they want to hear more about you because they see that you talk about your business on your personal page. Or maybe they join your mailing list because they're like, oh, I want to hear more about how this person works. Or maybe you had a call book link there that you'd invited people to, or it's in your little bio thing. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. I, I want help. That's like, she seems like she knows what she's doing, right? So it's like, it's moving someone from one space to another. And so if you just had that email list and you were like, okay, great. I hang out in these groups. I engage. I'm helpful. I believe I'm an expert. I know I can help them. I have compassion for where they're at and I want to help. And then they come to your mailing list. Notice how it's like now you just took it off of social media and you gave yourself a way to measure. And that measurement is simply, how do I know that what I'm doing on social media is working even before they book a consult, right? Because so many of you, and it's very normal, <laughs> but you wallow in the idea of like, there aren't any consults booked. I'm doing, I'm creating content and posts, but it's not working. And how I know it's not working, right? Like my measurement is they haven't booked a consult. But you don't get any information in between that, right? Like, oh, are they joining a mailing list? Gives you an extra piece of information. 
And that information tells you like, oh, they're interested, but they're not ready yet to book a call. Because when you look and you're like, I don't have any consults booked, you can sit there and dwell on that, which typically always creates a sense of negative emotions, right? Like defeat, frustration, panic, um, insufficiency, instead of, right? Like you don't even have access to that space of like, oh, I just, like they, I haven't invited them to a call in a way that they're like, yeah, let's do it. How do I, how do I want to try that? Like making it a fun game, what I've said hasn't worked yet, or they weren't even here to hear it yet. How are we going to do it today? What might that look like, right? It's very different space that you would be looking at that from. And so when you have that extra piece of data and you might be like, okay, this week I showed up on social media. I did the same thing I'm always doing. I invited people to call. I invited people to my mailing list and 10 people joined my mailing list. No people booked a call, but now you have a new piece of data that you can base thoughts on, which is like, okay, so I'm selling them well on joining my list. They want it, but they haven't yet thought to themselves like, oh, that consult, that's what I need, right? But you get that hit of like, oh, I see how this is working, right? So marketing is how you meet people, how you bring them into your space. And selling is just moving them from one space to another and constantly thinking about the space they're in as like, yeah, first space. They never knew me. Now they know me. Okay, great. Now they know me and they're in my space. Maybe they come to a free training. Maybe they come to my mailing list. Maybe they follow me on social media. And then after that, right, they book a call and we talk about how we can work together. I find out very specifically what they, what result they want And I find out from their words specifically why they don't have it yet. And then from my own expertise about what I sell and how they get it, I create a process or a plan for them of how we're going to work together to get it. And I only know that as soon as I'm on the call, that's marketing and selling, right? But so often people use marketing and selling and being good or bad at it against themselves. But it's like you're always marketing and selling, I was thinking about how I could explain this to you in another way, because I really want to demonstrate that you are always marketing and selling. It's so simple, right? It's not complicated. You're doing it. You do it really naturally. It's already something that we do as humans. We're not, you know, we can get better, of course, right? Like we can get more skilled through practice, but we're already pretty good at marketing. We're already pretty good at selling. What was I watching recently? Oh, it's my my, uh, sister-in-law. She sends me this a video of my five-year-old nephew and he was showing her like she made this video of him with this picture he drew and in the picture he's like here's you mom and here's Amira who's his baby sister and here's my baby brother he doesn't have a baby brother (laughs) she he's like he keeps selling her on why like they should keep having children until he gets this baby brother but that's selling right he's trying to move her from one space to another And he's just really committed and he keeps coming at it from different angles and he keeps it top of mind. And right, it's like that's selling. And we do that from apparently the age of five or earlier. So when you're even setting up your business, you are marketing and selling the entire way. Now, I was thinking about farmers markets obviously, because it's March (laughs) in Indiana. So it's already cold. It's like, oh, something new and different. Although they have them in the winter. I don't know. I think about them in the spring. So when you like when you if you were the farmer, 
right? You're a coach, you have an offer. I know it's slightly different, but imagine you're a farmer and you're going to go to the farmer's market. Now notice, this is already you marketing. Why? Because you planted food because, right, you didn't plant food thinking I'm going to eat all this. You planted food thinking about someone's going to buy this. Someone's going to enjoy this. That was you already marketing and selling the minute you were a farmer and decided to put, put a seed in the ground to grow it, right? And then making the decision to go to the farmer's market because why, right? You're like, this is where my people are. This is how I get in front of the people who want what I have. That's marketing. And then maybe at the farmer's market, you're like, I come every week and I know people want to engage with my business. And so I just put out a paper and they can write down their email address and they can stay up to date with what I'm going to be bringing next week. That's marketing, right? That's selling. You're giving them a chance, right? They're already in your space and now you're converting them into a slightly different space with a higher level of connection and more control where you can, you know, invite them to buy more things. And then say that that farmer is like thinking through how do I talk about my food so that they see how valuable it is, right? Because a farmer's probably going to charge more. And a person could go to the grocery store and maybe get it less, but there is a reason that that person wants to buy it from him or her. And so they might spend time thinking about what is the value of this, right? Not the monetary value, but the communicatable value, right? The thing you talk about, the marketing, right? The words you use to communicate what you're selling. That's marketing, right? It's so simple. And it was happening in every piece of it. It wasn't just, oh, I'm a farmer. Now I need to make a sign or I need to have a spiel so people buy. No, marketing and selling were happening from the minute that that person started to, to plant food. Just like for your business, your marketing and selling started the minute you decided you wanted to have a coaching business. Your marketing and selling started and was it was active when you chose a price for your offer. When you decided where you were going to go show up, that was already your marketing and selling, right? You were already doing it. It's not just, oh, it's that very end thing. It's like you're always marketing and selling. And when I was thinking about how do I help coaches build businesses, I actually didn't put any emphasis on marketing and selling. <laughs> and I was thinking about why, right? I have the I have my lifetime access program, the first five. And it's not just for new coaches. It's for coaches who want a community. They want a space to build a business. They want me to be there to coach them. They want some weekly coaching. They want coaching inside of a community on a daily basis, right? They want a, a system and a process that they can use. And so it's not just for new coaches, but it's also for new coaches. But when I built my program, one of the things I thought was, I don't, even though I value, right, the terms marketing and selling and delivering, like, is that what it takes to build a business? Yes. But when I thought about what's marketing and selling, and we just break it down into very simple things, I built a program to help coaches build businesses that focus on making decisions because marketing and selling is about making decisions 
holding those decisions and then moving forward from there. Marketing, right? If we think about that, you're making a decision about where you're going to show up to talk to your people. And what the brain does is the brain is like, ooh, I should jump somewhere else because it'll be quicker. I should switch. I should be in a hundred places because that way I have a better chance at reaching people, right? Like the brain does these crazy things that slow people down in building their business. I say crazy, but they're very normal. I don't mean crazy in a bad way. They do predict, your brain does predictable things. But building your business is about making and holding decisions at every level, right? It's going to be yes when you're just choosing where you're going to market, but then it's going to be, okay, great. How do I convert people? Oh, I want to create a, a mailing list. Okay. Making the decision. What do I want to bring them in with? How do I want to entice them in? There's no right or wrong answer. I'm just going to make a decision. Now I'm going to create it. Now I'm going to decide how I talk about it. Ooh, I'm going to come up with five ways I talk about it. Decision done. And so I teach in there how to make and hold decisions because so often people attribute not having the results they want to not marketing or selling well, but more often it comes down to not making and holding decisions, not making and holding a decision about what your offer is and being committed to it and not changing, right? Because what happens when you decide what your offer is, and you don't change it. You don't even give yourself permission. What happens is, is you go to work to solve why you aren't selling it yet. Instead of going to work to change the price, change the niche, change the who, change the where, now suddenly you're solving the real problem because you learned how to make a decision and hold it. And then that helped you focus on the other stuff that actually makes a difference. So it's like in my program, I teach coaches how to make decisions, how to make and hold. The other thing I teach is how to choose what you're going to think, how to direct your mind. Because marketing and selling, they are a skill set that you build through experience, but they're also a way of thinking, right? When you are marketing, but you forget to focus on your person, And you forget who it is you're helping and you forget how much you will love them and how much compassion and desire and like acceptance you have of them and their journey to the result they want, right? You remember it probably for yourself. Like you forget that when you get wrapped into trying to be great at marketing and selling. And so choosing how to shape your mind and where to focus it on is what helps you build a business. The other part that I have in my program is learning from yourself. And I'm actually doing a, we're doing a series of bonus trainings on this. And we're going to do one this Friday um, on how to, how to learn from yourself in a weekly basis. But inside of the program, there's a daily learning from yourself, a weekly learning from yourself and a monthly. And so often coaches have made learning from themselves to be a not fun experience because they're so critical of themselves. They're so critical of their results. And so learning from themselves in the past has been a space to be mean to themselves and to bring up all the reminders of what's not going well. And I teach a different way, right? I mean, you're here. If you've had any interaction with me, you know that my angle is just this calm love and acceptance, 
Why? Am I just naturally this way? No. My natural default brain is like, let's judge everything. Let's judge ourselves. Let's judge others. Let's do it just for the fun of it. Apparently, I don't have any fun, actually. It's quite miserable. But I had to learn to accept myself. And it's a huge skill set. And in learning to accept yourself, you actually learn how to set the judgment aside so that you can learn from your actual data of your business. So marketing and selling are so valuable, right? They are they're very broad terms for what you're going to do in your business. But at the very tangible and simple that you're going to do in your business to grow it is you're going to make and hold decisions. You're going to direct your mind of what you're thinking about and what you're not thinking about. You're going to learn from yourself, right? And you're going to be doing that from the very beginning when you're just starting your business, setting it up, all the way to when you already have built skill and you're like, yeah, I'm running a webinar every month. Some people are buying, but not quite the level I want yet, right? That's like even at those two different levels, you are still going to be doing these same three things, making and holding decisions, choosing what you think about and what you don't, and learning from yourself. Okay, that's this week's episode on marketing and selling. If you would like to be in a coaching community and you want to have these three principles and wrap every bit of them into your business, come and join us in the program. It's a lifetime access. It's $1,500 and I'm in there coaching you. You get direct feedback on your business, on your mind, and I remember that you're the one in charge and I'm here to support you create the results you want. So come and join us in there. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.